and welcome to another episode of Core Values, the All Things Broken Arrow Public Schools podcast here on the AeroVision Podcast Network. I'm Greg Spencer alongside Superintendent Chuck Perry, and we are here to talk about one of our main core values in the district, which is we are passionate about learning, and there's no better way to talk about how passionate we are about learning than to bring on Mrs. Jill Taylor, our lead AP teacher, and our principal, Mrs. Crystal Barber. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Outstanding. Thanks for having us. This is going to be an exciting episode. We we really want to get down and and learn more about AP courses as enrollment is is coming upon us. So Chuck, if you want to kind of, actually, let's do this. Let's start off with Jill. And why don't you give us a little bit of of an introduction and your background and how you ended up in Broken Arrow? Well, my name is Jill Taylor, and currently I teach AP Calculus and Algebra 2 here at the high school. This is my 10th year here. And I grew up in Houston, Texas, and uh, went to school in Arkansas. Um, so I've taught in Arkansas, Tennessee, Texas, Oklahoma now. Wow. And also lived in Uganda for seven years and as missionary. So That's awesome. Did some tutoring there, not teaching, but um, I've taught all levels of math, anywhere from sixth grade up through um, college level. I also teach part-time at TCC. So you guys feel free to, to jump in at any time, but let's start off, you know, Advanced Placement is the acronym for AP, for those that don't know. Tell us a little bit about what we offer here at Broken Arrow High School and and talk about the program in general, your role, your other teachers and staff members. Okay. So AP stands for Advanced Placement. It's a a program designed by College Board, and College Board also oversees um, the SAT and PSAT, so they have a big role in academics. Um, They offer 38 different AP courses um, in different areas of arts, um, interdisciplinary, world language, English, history, math, and science. And we are able to offer 32 of those 38 here at Broken Arrow. Um, And that's a big deal. I don't think a lot of people realize that how many we offer. We have students, families that move into the district because of our AP offerings. Yeah, that is a big advantage of our school and having the teachers that are qualified to teach that and to have the students that want to take those courses. So it does take extra training to become an AP teacher. Can you talk about that? Yes. um, There are college board requirements or um, suggestions. There's workshops we go to. Uh, We do a lot of professional development and a lot of um, study in our subject area along with um, teaching styles and how to get students um, deeper into content. And that's one of the big goals of AP. That's great. I I think, um, you know, in public schools, people look at just a general broad brush and they don't realize um, some of the special things we offer. Ms. Barber, can you talk about some of the classes that have um, been unique to Broken Arrow or maybe that we offer that a lot of others don't? Well, if we're just talking about advanced placement courses, let's see here. Um, music theory. We, we offer AP music theory. So, golly, that's a phenomenal opportunity for our kids just to take that level course. That's so, again, college level course. Who teaches yeah. that one? That's a, here at the high school, mm-hmm. Dr. Pence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. she teaches. Very fitting there. Yeah. yeah. So, again, you've got high school level teachers who have those relationships with our kids teaching that college level curriculum. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Jill, I'll ask you to jump in. What's another one that's kind of unique to us? Well, I think um, AP calculus is one that is a big 
offering because many schools aren't able to offer AP Calculus. And students, um, I have a lot of students that take that that are going to go into engineering, and it gives them a head start on the content so that when they get to college, they're ready to to tackle that and get into that engineering program. Um, we also offer all of the arts um, possible possibilities for AP, um, drawing, uh, 3D. We have art history. Um, just And that, that's a unique thing that we have qualified teachers that help those students um, get those skills um, and are able to do the, that craft and get um, that recognition. Go back to the calculus. Um... Does average person know what calculus BC is or what is that? And, not. <laughs> <laughs> and what type of students excel in that area? And you talked about engineering. Is there some other career paths? I mean, um, if a parent has a student in middle school right now and they may have some aptitude to math, talk about even a um, you know some things they ought to be thinking about to get to those higher level courses. So if a student's in middle school and they are um, seen as either gifted or just even interested in learning more uh, math, maybe they're um, taking algebra in eighth grade or something like that, um, then our our goal is to keep them on that accelerated track and to let them go on and take all the possible courses they can because we don't want any doors closed for them. Um, we want them to realize that if they are gifted in math or are interested in math, that, that the teachers are there to support them along the way. So there's two different calculus courses. One is AP Calculus AB, and that's uh, equal to a Calculus 1 course. Okay. And then AP Calculus BC is Calculus 1 and Calculus 2. Okay. So that one moves a little quicker. Um, students choose. We give them an option. They can choose which one they want to take. Both are calculus level, college level, but one just moves a little quicker than the other. And so these are the type of students you said that gets them into an engineering type field. Um, what other, I guess, career paths are there? Because when I go to chamber meetings, we keep hearing over and over, there's such a shortage of engineers in the Tulsa area and they're trying to hire all we can get. And so I want to We'd love to provide that workforce uh, in Broken Arrow in the Tulsa area. Yeah, I would think engineering, coding, pro just general problem solving. Students learn so much about just being able to tackle a problem and um, just delve into how do I justify what I'm doing. A lot of the calculus is students have to justify their reasoning and know how do I know this. I know this because of this. So it's just um, it could go into all kinds of fields and just for I think math can be just really a gatekeeper. If students feel like they can't do it, it closes doors for them. And I'm hoping, you know, at Broken Arrow, we have that open door so our students are always have the, um, realize that we're here to support them, have that capability to do whatever they want to do. Love that. Let me jump in on that because if, if we have students or parents or any stakeholders listening, I, I want you all to know um, somebody like Ms. Taylor is not trying to scare kids out of AP classes, right? Sometimes that word AP comes with that, oh my goodness, this is going to be so rigorous, I won't be able to handle that. Um, there's a lot of what we call an education scaffolding, so supporting kids, um, even if they're coming in with some gaps in learning, to support them to those high levels. So just want to call attention to that. I think that's good because I think there has been a 
long um, term perception that it's all about the, the smartest students are the ones that make straight A's. And um, I think as educators, we have to do school differently. And that is recognizing those students that have some abilities that may not reflect in the grades. The grades um, obviously are important, but they are not um, the end all be all and success later in life. And um, so we wanna look for those students that have that math aptitude that can you know, move into those courses and um, really make an uh, impact on their community down the road and really set themselves up for life. Um, what about like responsibilities of a student and AP class usually can be some homework. Too. <laughs> um, one of our uh, things that we like to promote uh, because this is how college board would say it, they're rigorous college level courses, but rigor doesn't always mean more work. It's um, more depth. There, is, there is work involved. Yes. But it's it's the depth of understanding the concepts instead of maybe just procedures and memorizing. So there's a lot more um, discussions about content. I'm thinking of like in the social sciences, they discuss uh, documents and how to um, the background of them and, and just the understanding is, is going deeper. Um, Students do learn a lot of time management, though, because a lot of our AP students are the ones that are involved in everything. Yeah, I, I actually just talked with Tanner Silver the other day, who's a pride student, on a video about AP students that we've got coming out soon. And, and you know, not, not much more, you know, ex, of our extracurricular activities requires more time than the pride. So if you can do AP and the pride, you're doing something right. Yeah, and they're involved in Stuco and show choir and sports. I've I've got top athletes. Um, I watched the finals of the basketball game the other night because I've got two students that yeah. are on the court. So they're very involved students. So they do learn a lot of time management and, and they learn to um, make the time for what's important to them. That's good. It's a, it's a busy time of year right now. Mrs. Barber can attest to that. We've got a lot of events coming up to help parents decide and kids decide what are their next steps, whether they're coming into high school or going on to other programs, enrollment nights, and things like that. Uh, with that being said, can you talk to us a little bit about the difference between AP courses and concurrent enrollment? Um, well, with AP, um, it is college-level rigor, like we've said, with high school teachers. So there's a, a different relationship. It's kind of like we're helping and kind of coaching them about what what's this going to be like on the college level. Um, with AP courses, students stay on campus. Um, the students, like we said, that are really involved are here at on our campus. They're able to take AP and a mixture of other classes and yeah. electives. Um, concurrent is a great option, too. I mean, I teach part-time at TCC. I love TCC. And um, it's, it's an option for um, having those college courses with a college teacher. It's just a different relationship. It's a you're on a different campus. It's a it's a different feel. Yeah, and it's it's great that we give those multiple opportunities for whatever kids and parents are comfortable with. I mean, I've done videos both about AP, ECHS, Vanguard, so it's pretty unique the opportunities that kids have. 
to kind of attack high school in a different way. Right. Yeah. With my own children, I had, my daughter did a lot of concurrent enrollment that fit her better. And my son did a lot of AP. So it just depends on your student and what, what is best for them. Yeah. Um, the testing or assessments at the end of the year, what is the impact on college with those tests? So one of the big goals is at the end of the year, the first two weeks of May, students take AP exams, and that's worldwide. It's not just in the U.S. And um, our one of our goals is for them to do well on that test. And the, you get a score of one to five. Um, students who score in a three, four, or five, um, 99% of the time get college credit. It depends on your college, though. You have to look up your college and see what they accept for your different courses. Um, I do have students every year that make a one or a two, but they come back and they say, you know, I was so much more prepared for college, even if I didn't pass that AP exam. Um, I was much more prepared for the college level work I needed to do. Um, but we do have a high percentage of students that pass those exams and they are able to get that college credit. They're, some are able to go in as sophomores with that college credit and then they can get into their major courses quicker. They can also sometimes double major, sometimes study abroad. It just opens possibilities for them to to get on to what they want to do. Let, let me kind of repeat, recap what you just said, because I think that's really important that um, obviously we do have a high pass rate in our district, which is right. phenomenal. But even if students took an AP course and didn't pass the test, there is still so much value mm -hmm. that they have learned yeah. and taken from that class. So again, you want to just encourage everybody to really think about taking an AP class as an option. And even if you've never taken one before, mm -hmm. take an AP class. Really, you really just look at the test like it's, it's a bonus, right. you know. Right. I don't, I, you know, I was 18, so I don't know, but I was, <laughs> it's hard to remember, but I, I, I was in AP English my, my senior year and was, you know, pretty good. And my teacher was constantly telling me, you got to take the test. You got to, I didn't take the test. <laughs> and to this day, I don't even remember why I guess I was just being lazy, but even on the practice test, I got a five and like, didn't ever take it. So you left that Do not make my mistake, please. <laughs> it was AP English in Miami, Oklahoma. So, okay. yeah. Do you, do you ever have a student that may have a, say low B in class, but pass the test? Oh, definitely. I've had students that have C's in the class pass the test because they understand the content. Yeah. Because you guys teach to the the tests yeah. quite a bit, right? Yeah, we do. We we have a AP AP classroom is something we have. It's a resource that's online, and we can pull a lot of um, content and test type questions and kind of incorporate that throughout the the year. But yes, it's not just A students that pass. I've had all all kinds pass. It's great. Yeah. So you guys have a talented, diverse staff and, and people that are part of it. Talk a little bit about, give some shout outs to the people involved in the AP courses, and then tell us why are you so passionate about AP courses? We've got some great history teachers. We've got uh, Ms. Christensen and Ms. Lepp and um, many others. I'm not going to remember all their names. Uh, Brenda Lewis is was a teacher of the year last year, um, teaches AP English, and uh, Ms. Trisha Torres does AP Lit. Got Chris Bailey does AP stats. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, and his he's always got fun things going on. Yeah. And then we have all the arts. We have Mr. Tadero and Chambers and just many different courses. One thing I didn't mention is we have a, a program called AP Capstone, and that's AP Seminar and AP Research. And those are really good courses that students take back-to-back, -back, junior, senior year usually. 
and um, they learn how to research uh, things. They're, they write, um, you know, a thesis kind of paper. It's it's a big deal, and they work on a it's a project that they work on together. So that's that's a that's called an AP capstone diploma that they can get for that. So that's that's a big deal. That's cool. I want to echo what Miss Barber said about giving an AP and can you talk about pre-AP um, courses if you've ever taken one before? Um, parents, you need to know what your options are and um, stepping into that world, you know, what are some, what grade does it start? What are those options? Um, yes, we have pre-AP courses that start in middle school and those help students prepare for AP. They also um, just teach them a little bit deeper than some of the other courses and and students that, that kind of crave that um, a little bit more need a challenge to stay interested. You know, we all have probably have seen students that um, maybe their grades aren't as great, but you know, when they're challenged, they, they rise up to that. And, and that's a, a great thing. So we do have uh, pre-AP courses in all the different subject areas that, that prepare students for AP. And when can they start actually taking AP? AP, the first AP course we have is in ninth grade at okay. BAFA okay. and they can take AP human geography. Okay. And um, that's the one we offer there. And then in when they get to 10th grade, they can take any of our All courses. Yes. Can a student, let's say somebody's, you know, kind of improved as a student over the years and they've maybe never taken an AP class, can they enroll as a senior still? If, oh, if, yeah, definitely. And and I have some of those sometimes. They're like, this is my very first AP course. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here for you. I, I'll help you through. So. Awesome. Well, like I mentioned a minute ago, and not to put you on the spot, Mrs. Barber, but you know we have the upcoming enrollment nights and stuff. Is that something that you want to mention a little bit before we wrap things up here and, and let people know? I would love to. We have we do have a lot of enrollment events going on through all secondary sites. Yeah. Specifically, I want to talk about our academic showcase evening. In fact, AP will be a, a session that evening where we have. Um, we, you hear from kids, you hear their stories coming. Yes, back. we usually have a, we will have a student panel and we have yeah. students that come back from college and that are seniors and they kind of tell what their experience is like. Yeah. So that's great. We, I mean, we have all sorts of different sessions with Tulsa Tech and concurrent and NCAA and scholarships and all sor sorts of things. So that's February 7th. I believe we're starting at 5 p.m. Right here on the campus. Yes. Yeah. High School, you can, it's kind of choose your own adventure. So if you want awesome. to come in at six and attend a few, you can do that or you can stay for the whole evening. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. And I want to say that we really highlight and we're proud of and we push um, our co-curricular activities in the district, um, fine arts, our our athletic programs, our um engagement activities with Stuco and such, but we are first and foremost an academic institution and the core of what we do is what happens uh, each day in the classroom. And I can't say enough about Miss Taylor and type of person she is and the steadiness that she has uh, just personified year after year here in BA, an incredible teacher, rock star Thank you. <laughs> and um, very humble. And we just have a lot of people that don't get a lot of the limelight, but she deserves it as much as anyone in the district at the job she does. And uh, I appreciate all you do. Thank you. Absolutely. Can I add one, just one thing? Yeah, yeah, you're just, good. So Ms. Taylor, you're an incredible teacher and advocate 
for learning for our high school for the advanced placement program. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. So before we let you go, though, we always kind of wrap these up with some quick, fun, rapid fire questions to kind of let your audience, maybe some students watching, know a little bit more about you. And we're going to do this with Mrs. Barber since she's not a regular as well, but I want you guys to just jump in there. So first thing, we'll start with you, then we'll go to her. Favorite movie of all time? Uh, probably Dances with Wolves. Nice. Shawshank Redemption. Two good ones. All right. Current favorite TV show, something that you've watched in the last year that, that you really love? Uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that one also, but favorite of all times, Law and Order SVU. I just watch it over and over again. My husband is wondering why I do that. <laughs> all, all right. If you could see one band or artist in concert that you've never seen before, who would it be? I was thinking about going to see Madonna. <laughs> yeah, I saw she's coming to be okay. That's pretty. I would have rather seen her a little bit more in her yeah. prime, but I'm sure dream. it's still a good show. <laughs> Probably the Beatles. Yeah, that, 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 you need a time machine for that one for sure. I, have you ever seen Paul McCartney in concert though? Not. Yeah, I've I've seen him three times before, and he is including the last time he came to be okay, and he's he's still phenomenal. Uh, best vacation that you've ever been on? Probably to Mombasa, Kenya, to the to the beach. Nice. I haven't been there. <laughs> Not your everyday destination. <laughs> that's that's a hard question for me to answer. Probably we took the kids to Disney World one for Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Always a magical time. Uh, last question. One fun fact that your students do not know about you, maybe a hobby or something that, that, that your students wouldn't know. Uh, my students may know this, though, but I love watching sports. And yeah. and we watch a lot of World Cup and kept up with that. And You have a favorite college or pro team? Um, I'm from Houston, so Houston Astros. Yeah. Sorry, I know you're a Dodger fan. I'm a Dodger, yeah. Let that slide. <laughs> Mrs. Barber, what about you? Edit that out. <laughs> um, Congratulations again <laughs> for this year. Okay. Yes, so students may not. I forgot the question for a second. Uh, something a student wouldn't, wouldn't know about you or would be surprised to know. I don't know. Um, so I do sing and, and play yeah. keyboard and uh, write music. So they may or may not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And and I can attest that she's pretty good at it. Awesome. All right. Well, we would like to thank Jill Taylor and Crystal Barber for joining us on this episode of Core Values. Be sure and subscribe to the AeroVision Podcast Network on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever get, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you next time.